Welcome. The idea of these podcasts are to make you aware of what's going on in our Connections magazines. We hope you enjoy them. We hope they bring you some information that maybe you haven't had before. And if you get the chance to refer this to the Connections magazine, even better. So we hope to see you in the future. Morning. Um, welcome to uh, the first real podcast that me and Jake are going to do. Jake, you're with me. Jake, say hello. Hello. So what we're going to do is we're going to start by looking at, uh, is the connection? So this one came out, this is the summer 2019 issue 210. And um, well, there's another issue in the back here, isn't there? We'll get on to later on. So we're going to go through and, and let everyone know and give a summary of what we're, what we're finding here. Um, so uh, let's start, mate. Let's start to get involved and, and get stuck in. I mean, the main thing is here is the front page looking at the modular system, which we'll come on to. There's a really good article about it as well. Um, just on the inside there, there's a bit from bit from our leader, isn't there? Yeah, Kevans pop talking there. That's the managing director of Searchshore, and he's just outlining and giving a, a guide to where we're at in terms of. Uh, search on what we're trying to achieve and, and deliver really yeah so he goes on here to talk about the technical excellence and it's important he says here to develop individuals who operate with integrity maintain their professional development and keep up to date with changes we do change all the time in this industry don't we jake we do yeah and um me and you could go around the country delivering a number of those changes don't we as we go so there's a little bit there from from uh, again our, our managing director so have a read of that one that's really really good over the page on page six now we're flying through page six um now this this looks at the news so this big picture here is of a of our guest speaker isn't it that we yeah, had at live south that's roger atkins um then he came along to live south as you just mentioned there to talk about where the electrical vehicle industry is really going yeah now he's the founder of electric vehicle outlook now he's a fantastic guy gave a brilliant talk um of where the industry is now regarding electric vehicles where it's going to be and how quickly it's going to get there and it was really good to hear him say one of the biggest large manufacturers what was it mercedes-benz jake wasn't yeah, it? That yeah that was it yeah mercedes-benz who were one of the first people to come up with the internal combustion engine by 2039 he said didn't he Somewhere I'm going yeah. to stop the production of the internal combustion engine and it'll all be um, electric they're not the only ones to talk about it though, no, are they Volvo not. have also pledged as well that they're going to yeah. stop making non-combustible well, combustible engine so. so yeah so there's a bit about that now we, we, we booked him again Jake he's coming with us to Live North so when we're up in Aintree on the 21st of November he's going to be up there giving a, another fantastic outlook of how the electric vehicle industry is changing and there's tickets available on the web shop for Live North and some of the other events we've got coming up but also on page six, Jake, there's a success story, isn't there, from a from a a, a dodgy a dodgy builder. Yep. So basically, he was um, trading um, as us. Yeah. Uh, NICEIC. Yes. And um, we basically took him to court and said, "No, you can't do that." Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so this was a builder. So the builder had done some electrical work. The electrical work had gone wrong. He then got in a dodgy electrician who worked with him, and again. Uh, this electrician couldn't do 
get the work to go right. So in the end, the homeowner got someone to come in and have a look at it. It was found that although the electrician, the original electrician, was displaying our logo, they weren't registered with us. And us and building control plus trading standards, um, we took it to court and it went to court and the, the, uh, the, the builder fined £2,000 plus uh, the electrician again £2,000 and it finishes off there with Kevin Parker again saying we really do want to make sure we drive home that people want people to have faith in the logos. And so if there are people out there working, uh, not in line with the rules or the regulations, we want to know about it and we want to try and stop them doing that. So it reflects well on all the others. Yeah, I there. think if, if you are um, not electrically qualified and you are looking actually for an electrician, then it's fair to say that you go onto our website, yeah. uh, nicec.com, you can actually see there there's a register that have got all our uh, approved or domestic installers on there. Now, um, looking at uh, page seven of this issue, um, there is a little bit about Grenfell. Now, it was a horrible tragedy, and uh, and out of this, we're trying to make sure this can never happen again. There is a little bit I'll, I'll draw your attention to, which is the Survey Monkey bit there, Jake, which is the bit in bold, which yeah. is surveymonkey.co.uk forward slash r forward slash building safety consultation now that bit there they're really asking for as many people as possible to get involved answer that so they can get some really good feedback on the industry and hopefully a lot of good does come as a result of that review um scotland jake is the bottom of the page seven isn't it yeah scotland road shows i was there last year and thank you to everybody that attended to them events uh, hopefully we'll see many more of you again because we're we're returning. We're going to be starting up there on the 3rd of September up in Inverness. Yeah, those dates are on the right-hand side of that page, yeah. aren't they? Now, that's a little bit earlier than last year. Last year was the first week of August. Now, I remember that because it's my daughter's birthday. <laughs> she was born then, so so she'll be a year old come August. But uh, we're going back in September, so just after the holidays finish up there in Scotland. Uh, Jake and I will be there delivering talks, uh, a number of roadshow talks. We're going to um, Inverness, Glasgow, Dundee, then we're back in Edinburgh. So we'll be doing some some really good talks there before tech talks start uh, towards the end of that month. Over the page, then, where are we going to go to next, Jake? Uh, bursaries. Um, page nine. Page nine. Yeah, bursaries on page nine. They're helping more and more women into the industry. Um, mm. As it stands at the moment, there's only one in every hundred um, electricians that are female. Yeah, so they're trying to change the tide a little bit, aren't we? So there's the opportunity if you know of females that are, are studying, or if you're a female that wants to study. Again, the information is there about who to contact and and how much you can get that will help you with your studies. Uh, there's another good, really good story at the bottom of page nine. There, um, this really comes from a Avon Electrical have uh, helped fund uh, one of these projects in the local community that will just help a sensory room of a, of a day centre. So well done to Avon Electrical for doing that. It's a really good pat on the back for you guys there. Oh, talking about good stories, on page 10, Jake, we can see there we've got a winner. We've got a winner, yeah, and that's uh, Richard Bradley. He's our Apprentice of the Year 2019 winner. Um, he was a former Marine. Yeah, but yeah. But due to health, he's, he's kind of 
had to withdraw himself from that and retrain as, as something else. And that yeah, that is uh, that is an electrician. Yeah, so he, he's been going through a local college down there in, in near Plymouth. Yep. However, he actually comes from Merseyside, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Merseyside Southport. So it's got a bit of about his story there and what we've gone through with him. And he and he was on the day a fantastic winner. And I'm hopefully he'll be able to find gainful employment really, really soon. Because unfortunately, if you do apprenticeships with the Marines, once your time finishes it, you become unemployed. So he's got to then go on and find himself employment again. So yeah. mind you, he's got two thousand pound on his voucher. He, he has, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he'll, uh, he'll spend that well. And yeah. you know, we're, we're going to be starting this again soon. I'll start again. So if you know of an apprentice, you've got an apprentice. Uh, aim them towards that. Not only does the apprentice win things, if you're the employer, you get a, a one year's free registration with NIC, EIC or Alexa. And if you're the college, again, at that point there, you get the chance to have a, over £1,000 of a Skullmore kit in your workshop to help out with the future learners. Um, the last bit of news then on that page, like you said already, Darren, is Tech Talks are returning for another yeah, series. Tech Talks are going to be doing, yeah, yeah. And uh, for all of you that were involved in our cinema event um, when the 18th was first launched, just a little bit about there, over 6,000 of you came to over 40 cinemas. Well, it's actually recognised with a, with an award there because we were trying to get out and do something iconic, do something new, do something that was informative and hopefully improve the safety of people through education and understanding. And it was just nice to get a little bit of recognition for that, Jake, wasn't it? So thank you to all those 6,000 that made it such a great event. Um, now into the training section, which is on page 12, and Neil Vincent, the head of training at NIC, EIC and Alexa, He's starting to talk about fire regulations, isn't he? He is. He's going on to talk about BS5839 Part 6, um, which we're going to talk about in a bit more detail at, at, at Tech Talks. But it's more about how the training is and where we're looking to um, actually hold them them venues for the training. Yeah, about being a bit more accessible, isn't it? So, yeah. so we're going to be holding them in Bristol, Dunstable, Leicester, Chesterfield, Sevenoaks and Crawley. So hopefully if you're looking to get into installing firearms one of them locations will be local to yourself yeah now um page 15 always a, a page of interest which is the court on camera stuff and i, I see more and more of this jake work above suspended ceilings i know what it's like i've been out there you stick your head up not knowing what you're going to see and unfortunately you do see stuff like this don't you and, you and do, those yeah. and that that pull cord switch jake Unfortunately, it's quite common, isn't it? The one down the bottom there, number nine. So very unfortunately, yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Um, yeah. You know, if if you do see some of these images, then yeah, let us know. Let us know. Yes, no, you know. may be you may be finding yours on the on the next one. Um, now, something I really do think is, is really good with these connections is the business information we've got here. And there's a, another great article by Rick Smith. Um, on page 17, which all talks about, it says bringing in the money, which is the, the, the advice we've got here. Now, he talks really about the fact that small, medium enterprises don't survive, and you picked up on this, Jake, yeah. longer than five years, and that's that's because cash flow can be poor in their first five years. So it's really important you get that cash flow going, isn't it? It is, yeah, and I think any small business that's gonna start out, you know, you've got people that have done an apprenticeship and have done their time, they want to get out there and do their own, well, be their own boss, yeah. as it were. Um, it's it's mainly just about that cash flow and just keeping it. And, and there are some really good tips in here on how to yeah. keep it going and how to generate it 
and then how to ensure that it does come through, which is really good. Someone who did do that, Jake, and did follow that line of working for someone and then moving on, uh, can be found on the bottom of page 18, and that's um, Social Media King, well, YouTube King, really, isn't yep. it, yeah? Oh, Luke, so Luke's on there, so this is my trusted electrician, gets loads of thousands of views and loads of people looking at him, which is does some fantastic stuff on there. Um, he's got a question and answer session in there, so it's well worth picking up on that as well for, for those of you that are interested in the man behind the camera, so picking up on those. Now, one of our main case studies in, in this one uh, looks at uh, an electrical firm that really overreached and overachieved, Jake, didn't they? Yeah, and that's Playfords from um, Cambridgeshire. They're based in Huntingdon. Yeah. Um, and they've taken on a project to um, refurb the Royal Opera House in, in Covent Garden. Yeah, now that was the sort of, you'd think that someone would grow into this, but actually, this is the first type of work that they've done. So when we say that they overreached and overachieved, they've really done a fantastic job of was around, securing that. Didn't around they? 50.7 million, the total value of that project. Yeah. I'm sure not, they didn't get all of that money, but well, yeah. <laughs> even some of it would be nice. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Yeah. Right, um, then we're moving on. There's a big double page advert in it. And, I know it looks like it's all about me, Jake, but it's not. It's about us. We're going around the country again, and uh, we're in Scotland with the road shows. We're in England with the tech talks. We're in Wales with the tech talks, and we're in Northern Ireland with the tech talks. Plus, we've got our live events that are on there as well. So we're always close to hand. So have a look at that one and see where the closest is available to you. Yeah, that outlines all the dates on there. Um, get yourself on the web shop, book yourself on, and hopefully we'll see you, see you there. Now, Jake, what do you know about modular buildings, mate? They're becoming more and more popular, I know that. They, um, yeah, they are. We're seeing, I mean, I, I don't know if it, I like you listeners, but um, I tend to watch a lot of grand designs and stuff like that. Yeah. They are becoming more and more popular. Um, I, th- I can see an advantage for it. They, you don't have to worry too much about the weather affecting what's going out on site. You can just have this turn up. Well, there's got to be some site construction, but majority of the construction can happen um, in the factory. Now, I used to work on travel lodges, and travel lodges employed this years and years ago, mate. They used to make the bedrooms all in factories and then just take them out, put a leaf of bricks around them and a, and a floor in for the, for the corridors, and that's all they really used to worry about. It really did reduce the amount of work on site, and it looks like... It's happening in the home sector as well, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's, it's going to be moving forward. Um, they're going to be in, installing these more readily. And I think you will see this as a common practice over yeah, think, the, the, the yeah. traditional way eventually. There's still the need for electricians to be out on, on site. They're always going to need them. Well, if they're not in site, they're going to be in the factory yeah. wiring them up, aren't they? So, you know, so, there's always going to be that need and you're yeah. still going to be able to get that fresh air uh, <laughs> on site. Fix, yeah. um, I mean, to, I, I to used to say, when I was out on site, you'd be out on site doing external... It's always the winter you do external lighting, yeah, isn't it? Always. And then you'd say, right, you need your two weeks in the factory. It was a nice welcome break. But, um, yeah, it can get a bit boring doing the same stuff over and over again, but... There's always perks of it. Every cloud has a silver lining. And I'll just pick up on the last little bit there. Chris Nicholson has said that it plans to build 20,000 modular homes per year in the near future. So there's a good one there. So 2,000, not 20,000. Did I say 20,000? 20, 20,000. wishful thinking, Jake, that one. <laughs> Over on to uh, page 29, we've got energy storage. And this is, this, along with EV charging, is a real big topic at the moment because we're going to be hopefully seeing this 
grow yeah. and grow and grow. Now this is all around us generating at DC, um, it then coming into the property, we then turn it from DC into AC and then it goes into our appliances. Well this is actually stopping that isn't it? This says generate as much as you want but you don't have to use it up or sell it to the grid, store it and use it yourself. Yeah so when that sun's gone in at night if we're using solar PV um, you can actually can continue to use almost free electricity. Can't yeah, you? now, believe it or not, Jake, well before your time and before mine, we used to only have DC. So this is actually looking at and going back really to starting to look at actually should we be installing DC circuits and the like and stuff like that. Now me and you are going to be doing a lot of research on this and we'll be doing a topic at Live North up at Aintree. So if people are interested, uh, they'll be able to find uh, me and you delivering a talk on this, uh, which is what we expect for the very near future. So um, we'll be looking at those. And as we say about the, the market moving, 248 million, the amount the UK government is investing in battery technology already. So. Hopefully we can only ever see that figure raising. Mm, be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Now, um, a little bit about one of our contractors. has been around for an awful long time, and it's a, a success story. We'll be on page 32 and 33 and 34. So that's a little bit of how to do it right, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to check up on that one, you can do. Um, so now we're going to start to take a look at the technical stuff, which you'll find from 37 onwards. Now, this is where we ask the experts and... Um, and some of the questions here are typical questions that me and you get, Jake, aren't they? So yeah. we're looking at these. So the first one there is uh, someone's looking to do a detached garden studio. It will contain a small office. And uh, the question they're asking here is, Jake, uh, am I required to install SPDs to the uh, to the circuit going out there? Um, the answer pretty much summed up in the first line there, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, typically, nothing, uh, no specific requirements for SPDs. Um, but there is the merits, um, which there it does are. go on, on yeah, later to, uh, yeah. to outline. But typically, it's, it's saying no there, isn't it? Um, another question that we're seeing there in the grey section is how to ensure that you're looking at making sure that a, a, twin, a 12 kilowatt instantaneous water heater on an existing unused circuit is going to be protected at 63 amps type b so it talks around jake really looking at making sure that you've got now you've done a lot of this last week haven't you I did yeah because you were doing your level four qualification in design so jake was doing a lot of this so hit go on mate talk me through it <laughs> <laughs> it's basically there's a there's a um, equation there at the bottom and it's I B I N I Z. Yeah, yeah. So I B is less than or equal to that of I N, which is equal to or less than that of I Z. Now, as a teacher, I used to go on about this all the time, Jake, going on and on and on about it. It's in again. It's just reinforcing that message through there. Uh, one of our area engineers. They're not all scary people. We've got the lovely Dave Colley here, and uh, Dave's up in the Manchester area. Uh, now, he's, there's a question and answer session with him on what he likes to do now. I've known Dave years and I could have told you if it includes a bike or cycling the man is there he loves it absolutely yeah, loves getting out of his bike part of the GB age group team for sprint duathlon yeah. world championships yeah he's good he's a fantastic guy get him talking about bikes ladies and gentlemen you'll love it um, over on page 40 more on SPDs. Now this it follows on from a, a number of articles we've done. We've done one, do you need to do it? And this is now looking at the, the risk assessment, Jake, isn't it? It's looking at, as Darren says there, the risk assessment and how we actually go about producing the risk assessment, where we get the figures from. You'll see on page 41 that we've got on a figure one, we've actually got a map there. And I actually think that map's easier to follow than the one that's in the regs book. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Some yeah. of the areas you, you kind of cross over as where this really does, um, you know, outline exactly where you are. 
Yeah, I think Jake's absolutely right. So I think what we what we need to make sure we are are, are doing here is um, really just using these as, as to to really add to what we're doing with, with BS7671. So BS7671 always, however, these make it a little bit easier, don't they? Um, on 45, 46, and then into uh, 48, um, there's lots of information here on the changes that have happened to 5839 part six. So this is detection of fire alarm systems in dwellings. So this is typically in dwellings, isn't it? Yeah. Um, however, part six doesn't just stick with dwellings, which me and you have gone on to, but we really want to talk to you about the changes that are happening and it's all in here on those three pages for you. Or you can come along to a tech talk and listen to myself and Jake deliver that, that section for you. Um, if you're really looking at then this is getting into the really gritty of it and looking at the uh, fused links under fault conditions and what to consider because of the amount of energy that can be um, expelled in a fault condition. And let's not forget, Jake, it's many thousands of amps. Mm -hmm. And you really do need to consider that when you're installing your cables. It's not just at the current rating, it's a vast current rating and it really can cause some damage. We've seen buckling of cables and all sorts and damage to consumer units and the like. On 55, Jake, there's uh, one about protective potential bonding, isn't there? Yeah, and it's talking about, you know, if we're using structural steel to bond to, yes. we could also use that if it's, you know, a large factory. We don't necessarily need to run a cable all the way to, to the other side if the gas meter or the water meter is, is at the other side. But let's not forget, we only bond extraneous conductive parts yeah so he's talking about how you do that proving continuity of that and it's a really good 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 article and we know some people bring us up the technical helpline say can we do this can we should we shouldn't we well there you go on 55 uh, there's an article there black and white you can hand that on to the people that you're actually saying whether you should or shouldn't um that uh, looking at uh, sources of short-term supplies and construction sites this article has been done really and it covers all the types and arrangements that you can be finding via small generators, three to five KVAs uh, or larger there, Jake. We're looking at some that are just slightly larger. Uh, what you can expect to get out of them as well and whether it's what type of uh, is it SELV you're looking for, what type of a protection you're looking for when it comes out of those. So it's, it's really, it, it really is key that you understand what your system is going to give out and there's the use of RCDs uh, now it's really important you choose the right RCD for the right type of, of supply you're looking at there so that's a really good article for you to, to get into there for that one um, and lastly Jake on page 62 I think you found found something from the, the good old days haven't you yeah so it's newsletter number 13 um, nine, yeah February 1966 <laughs> World Cup year World Cup year yeah now um this is, believe it or not, they were telling you, you must have, it's about time that you electricians out there in 1966 went out and got yourself an earth loop tester. And if you didn't, then we we're going to move, move you from the register. That was basically yeah. what they were getting on to. Um, it's come on a little bit since then, Jake, isn't it? It has, yeah. I think yeah. our, our technical article's uh, <laughs> a little bit more expansive than what, what the number 13 was. <laughs> And just to finish off on current affairs, there are some bits and bobs about what you guys are doing out there and the fantastic work that we're seeing from you and uh, and just on a bit on Sparks Life, which oh, is an opportunity. You've got the under the floorboards, you always used to, or under the old carpets and you used to get the old newspapers. When was this installed? I only used to find dead animals, I think that's all <laughs> I used to find, yeah. But yeah, there's some really good bits and bobs in there for you to, to take a 
look at. So please uh, have a look through that. It'd be great to see what you think to our Connections magazine. So Jake and I plan to do these air, like when everyone, when it gets released next. So, uh, so until next time, from me and Jake, thank you very much for listening. Let us know what you think and uh, we hope to see you again soon.